I watched the last 10 minutes with these Ohio State fans. Obviously, everyone there was basically an Ohio State fan. But these specific dudes, and they were convinced, because I just was going to pretend that I was an Ohio State fan, you know, ham it up. They thought I was a lifer, was full-on lifer Ohio State fan. We were just talking about players. I was like, oh, reliable Ruggles. He never misses kicks. <laughs> Missed. And then I watched a grown man chuck a bottle of champagne at the wall. Um, just, just absolute chaos and despair in that room. Cheers to episode 104. Cheers. I'm drinking bone broth. Bone broth. What the? <laughs> I just knew that was going to be funny. Are you serious? Yeah, I've heated up some bone broth and I'm just drinking it. I got some coffee from earlier today. What? So it's just like drinking. room temperature coffee. It's not cold, but yeah, it's not warm. It's not cold, not warm. Why are you I staying gotta blow up my so nose late? after uh, Grant just made me laugh. <laughs> Um, so I'll be back in a second. Why am I staying up late? I'm not. It's just one cup. Just had to get rid of it. Wasn't going to dump it out. You're a bad boy. I'm drinking strawberry banana body armor. Mm. Very nice. Sounds tasty. It's phenomenal. It's probably my second favorite drink of all time. What's your first? Bush light. Okay. Right. Isn't body armor, they like pride themselves on no sugar and that stuff. Or like low sugar? Yeah, it's made with coconut water. No artificial dyes. Um, Evan loves the body armor. It's a less... Whenever I hear it, I just think about like a video game. Like Fortnite or um, <laughs> so, or like Fallout. Where you have to Why? get armor. But like the armor thing. Like they named it during body armor. It's kind of weird. I laughed when I was blowing my nose and Evan said Bush Light is his favorite drink. I thought it was funny too. It's not your favorite drink? No. No, probably not. Wait, <laughs> not your favorite drink pretty all time then. Damn. I don't know. It's a good question for the future. We're going to have to think about that. Oh, I know mine, but Alex is just going to copy it if I say it. I'm going to go out in front. I'm going to say Baja Blast. I mean, it's okay if we both like the same thing, Grant, but... It's just so convenient that you would like it as well. I can't do anything. I mean, that's what I was going to say, and then I just didn't say it, but, you know. Exactly. I predicted that. All right. It's Monday. Who cares? January 2nd. It's 2023 for Alex, so people know what year this is. Welcome into the number one sports podcast in Michigan, and I'm about as sick as I've ever been in my life, and Michigan tried to kill me this weekend, and that's the Mm -hmm. state of the show, so... For all you out there that like to listen to depression, this is the show for you. All right? All you, Jason, Connor, I'm listening. I know you guys oh. out there perking up in your seat. Like, wow, we're going to really hear a dark, dark thoughts in Grant's brain. Yep. It's going to happen. All right? So buckle up. To preview the show, we're going to talk about Michigan football, the TCU game. We're going to talk about Lions football. Thankfully, something good did happen this weekend. And... We're also going to talk about, I guess, Killian versus Mo. I wrote that down. I don't feel as strong. I made this doc before I was six, so I don't really care to talk about that. And also, college hoops, this Big Ten play, sets the tip off. Before we get into any of that, I think we have to go to Alex for his wild weekend 
in Cleveland, Ohio. Just, you're just, it's not, it wasn't wild. No, it I was think wild we, from I the think, videos that I saw, Alex. I couldn't believe you did that on that table. That was nuts. I uh, couldn't even, don't even, you guys are good at this. Um, Usually you got to pay extra to get that kind of action in the club. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Uh, so as they mentioned already, I went to Cleveland, Ohio for New Year's Eve. The armpit the city. of America. The armpit of the United States. Um, Cleveland's okay. I certainly would never recommend living there to anybody. Did you see um, Cam? No. Should I have? Doesn't live in Cleveland? You know, he might. Yeah, he, I think he does. I didn't even think about that. Wow. Bad friend. Anyways. Hands on me. Guess never. Uh, so went to Cleveland, went to this, uh, it was not, it's went, not a bar. Went to a brothel, let's be honest. <laughs> it, was a, it was a New Year's Eve party that was in an aquarium, I guess, technically. And you said this was boring? This sounds awesome. I, I didn't say it was boring. I just said it's not as crazy as you guys are making it. Think. Scale of one to 10, how awesome was that aquarium? And does it beat Cabela's Aquarium? <laughs> Cabela's aquarium is like I forgot Cabela's had an aquarium. It's so tiny. It's not even an aquarium, Evan. It's just it's like a goldfish tank. It's like the first one you ever watched. It's for sure an aquarium. Like, I think you rate the aquarium. aquarium. Rate it. Uh, I haven't seen many aquariums. It's not the Toledo Zoo Aquarium. I can tell you that. Well, I'll get a six out of ten. Okay. All right. Any sharks? Nope. Grant, this is uh, fresh water. Seems like a miss. No, no salt. Um, anyways, the venue was like, so there's this giant bridge in Cleveland. I've never been to Cleveland, so I don't know anything about Cleveland. That's what they got to name the Guardians from. The Golden Gate. Guardian gargoyles over the bridge. Whatever. Like I said, don't know diddly dick about I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, I saw that video. Yes. But there's this big bridge. It's a cool bridge. Sure. Um, this venue was underneath the bridge. So, so there's an aquarium underneath this bridge. It was in. on the waterfront of Lake Erie, oh, I, I believe. See. I see, I see. Um, so for some reason, Cleveland in that area reminded me of Gotham City. Um, hmm. that, that's what I thought of when I was. So there. Robert Pattinson was at your. Felt like I was at like a uh, a party that. where the Joker was going to come out and you know do the old spiel. Would have been sweet. Have you seen him? Where's Harvey Dent? Um, that was pretty good, I mean. So, venue was large. There was like seven different rooms slash bars. So, there's like an Ohio State themed bar room. Disgusting. Oh, the... Bad time. Yeah, um, yeah, let's get into that later. I actually have a funny story about that. But then there was like, you know, uh, there's one room where they just had cheese and wine and champagne. Obviously, I wasn't hanging out in that room. But uh, You strike me as that kind of guy. No, it smelled yes. pretty bad in there. It smelled like dirty cheese. You do like wine. Yes, that doesn't guy. mean I would hang out on New Year's Eve in a wine room, Grant. You guys are just really <laughs> attacking me today. I'm not really a fan. Um, and then there's just a bunch of other like club style rooms. And, you know, a lot of people there. 3,000, roughly, tickets were sold, apparently. Um, didn't see the ball drop because I was watching the football game. 
I watched the last 10 minutes with these Ohio State fans. Obviously, everyone there was basically an Ohio State fan. But these specific dudes, and they were convinced, because I just was going to pretend that I was an Ohio State fan, you know, ham it up. They thought I was a lifer, full-on lifer Ohio State fan. We were just talking about players. I was like, oh, reliable Ruggles. He never misses kicks. <laughs> Missed. And then I watched a grown man chuck a bottle of champagne at the wall. Um, just just absolute chaos and despair in that room when they lost. It was pretty funny. So you were in a separate room from everybody else that you went with? I was alone, yeah, watching with a bunch of dudes. Gotcha, gotcha. That's why I didn't see you in many of the videos that I saw. Yeah, I mean, I had to watch the game. It just that's just who I am. Um, so yeah, that's what I did. I hung out in Cleveland, Ohio, at a event thing, bar thing. And I would like to say, on the record, New Year's Eve is very overrated. Um, it always has been, just up there with uh, Halloween. And, uh, yeah, it's a gross couple holiday, so it's not my favorite. Hmm. Yeah, gross, I guess. Like, a couple holidays isn't Halloween and New Year's Eve, or is like, only for couples? New Year's Eve is just, like, a big couple's holiday. Oh, a couple's. At least I, this is what I determined from this weekend. Did you kiss anyone at midnight? Oh, did you? I was watching the football games. You kissed uh, Mr. Bucknut. <laughs> you kissed the Buckeye he guy. He was there. Yeah, he was there. No. He was not there. He was at the game. No. He was just hanging out with me. <laughs> so, no. Yeah, I guess if uh, you still don't feel great about New Year's Eve after this experience, I don't think you ever will because you did it about as good as you can do it, it sounds like. Listen, it was fun. And if I was with a bunch of, like, my friends. Whoa. Not that I wasn't with any of my friends, but, you know, you guys know who I was with. So if I was with some, you know, other dudes and closer friends of mine, I probably would have had a blast. I still had fun, but that that was what the part that I would say was missing. You're welcome. Yeah. I didn't go. <laughs> Thank you, Evan. You're a great friend. Evan? Um, Your New Year's. My New Year's. Uh, went to two parties. Um, first one, fun time. Hell yeah. Family, friends. Uh, parents were there, went with them. It was like, I probably should hang out with my parents a little bit. Um, good time. Watched the Michigan game there. And then left to go see, friend of the podcast, Cody's new house. Wow. Thinking that would be a party. Um, turns out when your favorite team probably loses a top five game of all time, you're going to go home and leave. So there was nobody there besides <laughs> me, Cody, and a different Drew. Just us three. Legitimately, there was only the three of you there when you got there. A thousand percent. <laughs> I walked in and it was two of them sitting on the couch. Wow. Because <laughs> everybody just... else left. Or didn't want to come over after the game because of... What that, had, that would have been an all-time So did like... you like stay for a while? Hang <laughs> oh out. yeah, I stayed until like 12.30, 12.45. So guys, uh, just... let me just watch. There was a great football game on going on. Just the three of you the whole time. Yeah, I wasn't gonna be disrespectful and just like, well, there's nobody well, here. No, to see you, man. You couldn't leave. You had you had to hang out at that point. I, I did. I, I had a quality time there. Wow, that's depressing. Yeah, Michigan ruined New Year's Eve. <laughs> yeah. Um. So that was. I mean, that was literally basically my 
New Year's Eve. Um, nothing really overly excited happened. Sick. Yeah, yeah, that was mine. I went to a party. The first party my parents were at, family friends. I thought for the podcast, Drew would be there since his parents hosted. Wasn't there. So. That guy stayed up till 5 a.m. on New Year's Eve. What'd you guys do? Oh, I was sleeping by like 105. It was wonderful. Yeah, no driving home from sleeping. Cleveland the next morning was pretty not fun. That's by myself, I too. I could have told you that beforehand. Three hours? Two and a half. Well, yeah, I just Shut watched the, the Tottenham game like while driving, day. so I didn't even notice. You let Emily drive home in the truck. She did not ride back with me. She rode back with Bailey. So you rode by yourself? Yeah, just me. Me as me as sausage McGriddle and the <laughs> vanilla iced coffee. Oh, oh God, I'm so glad I didn't go. Oh, yeah, but that breakfast just because of a drive, Evan. Yeah, that would have been miserable. Yeah, no. Could have chatted. Could have talked about life. It would have been all right. We would have talked about, man, dude, I should have done this last night. Dude, I should have done this, dude. Yeah. Um, Grant, what'd you do, man? What'd you do this weekend? Well, not a lot. I got really sick. Started on. Um, Saturday night, actually, I had like a little bit of a cough during the day, but I was like fine during the Michigan game. And then for the Ohio State Georgia game, it was just hacking up a lung. It felt awful. And then I knew like when I wake up in the morning, I was going to feel bad, even worse because I had been drinking during the game. So it was like a bad mix of getting sick on the night you're drinking. So I woke up Sunday, felt atrocious, um, got what I needed to get done, done, then hammered some NyQuil and had. I went to bed on Sunday night at 8 p.m. on the futon. I woke up at midnight. I got out of the futon. I walked to my bed, slept there from midnight to 4, and then kind of just like rolled around sleeping in and out until like 9. So I got like 13 hours of sleep. Still felt pretty bad. Still feel pretty bad. So ho- I'm hoping. Sound pretty bad. Sound pretty bad. I'm hoping after I take the NyQuil tonight, one more night of a lot of sleep, I'll be back. That's my plan. But we'll see how that goes. That's pretty much it. I did get, um, I got a gift card to B-Dubs for Christmas. So, got a gift card for Christmas. $25, solid. I'm like, all right. I don't really ever get B-Dubs because it's a joke and this illuminates it. For 20 bone-in wings and an order of fried pickles, can anyone guess how much that was for a takeout order? Say it one more time. 20, 20 traditional wings, wings. Oh, traditional. and traditional. With tip? So yeah, so oh, no, a, t- a tax, a 10% tip, and a 99 cent takeout fee. $46. 42. Oh. Isn't that insane? I only know that because I just recently did that and I was got almost the same thing and I was blown away and like I can never do this again. It's just it's wild that they have like that's just their business. Like you just if you want it, you gotta pay that much money for it. It's insane. So that is what I ate. It was salad, got a mix of spicy garlic, medium, and um what was the other one? Oh, Asian Zing. Weekly check-ins are wrapped up. Let's move into the nitty-gritty. Um, Michigan football loses 51-45 to to TCU. I have a lot of random thoughts that I wrote down yesterday morning about this game when I watched it back and listened to the press conferences. Um, you did you take notes during the game? 
No, I didn't take notes during the game. Someone asked me if you did. It was impossible. Like, that's one game. I had to watch it back because I had to process what actually I, I watched. Like, I couldn't really even tell what was going on when I was done watching the game. Um, I'll open it to you guys. Do you guys have any questions to kick off the conversation? Any thoughts you had that you'd like answers from me about? Question. Um, you hinted on this. Actually, it's like a two-part question. One, why is Michigan worse with more time off than less time off? I I think I don't know why. My thought would be maybe they just maybe they use it as like a more as a rest and recovery period than like intricate game planning because it seemed like their game planning was missing. Like it didn't seem like they had besides the, the right- first play. The first play it looked like okay, they game planned like and they knew exactly if they came out in this formation, TCU was gonna do this. We're going to yeah. run the ball down the throat. After that, it seemed like, well, they threw out the play card because TCU did one thing. We're doing, screw it, here we go. Yeah, that's what also makes the loss worse as well. Is like after that first play, I think everyone in our overreaction society was like, oh, like Big 12 soft, like Michigan's going to roll this game. Like I, You couldn't help but think that after the 54 I, yard. Like it was like, oh, yep, everything we I thought I said, well, true. this is over because we were talking Our about it. tweeted. Like the after the first player, like welcome to the playoff TCU after the first so play by Edwards. Everybody I was watching yeah. at the party was like, "Gosh, well, you know, we, we hope TCU wins. We don't want to see Michigan win." And then that first play literally happened. Uh, 10 turn it after. off. And we're like, "Well, that was fun while it lasted." Yeah, I mean, I legitimately thought from most of that run he was cribbing it. Yeah. Turns out, if he did crib it, some things could have changed differently. Like <sighs> you, you just have to get in the end zone no matter what. You never know. That's the one thing lesson is just get in the end zone. Whenever you possibly can in a football game, because you never know what's gonna happen. Um, but yeah, I don't. It's 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 one in six now. He's lost the last six bowl games. Jake Rudock, shout out to him for beating Florida in their first year. It's kind of inexplainable. Like I only really care about um, the playoff bowl games. I've never been a huge bowl game guy outside of like the ones that Rose Bowl and like the playoff. But still, like there's enough. Even if you're losing like lower bowl games, that something's off when it comes to that preparation. Uh, but yeah, what was the second part of your second part? Adding towards that preparation, um, I know there was some drives that you weren't running the ball as good. Um, however, it seems like you weren't trying hard enough to get Edwards the ball. Clearly on the goal line, well, it seemed like you had a month off and you completely changed your identity. And I get that you're down 14 nothing at the throw-up, but you're also down 14 nothing in the first quarter. There's plenty of time, as we saw in this game, that there's plenty of time of football left. You could run yourself back into it and close the gap of time in the game. Um, but it just looked like a completely different Michigan team from the first previous 13 games to this one game. It seemed like it was pass first, run second, instead of run first, Past second, is that yeah. what it looked like to you, or is that? Yeah, I mean, I had that written down because that was a narrative going around. I think it's people just saying like Michigan went away from their roots, um, which is both true and false. I think it's a little bit more intricate. They went away from their roots when it came to like trying to um, run pin and pull and like gap scheme runs. They did a lot of like zone runs, which doesn't make any sense when you're facing a faster defense than you. 
Um, it makes me think back to like our high school days when Romano would play bully ball in a phone booth against the Ipsies of the world because we had a zero speed. We had a negative speed advantage. So like you just have to bully people in the A-gap. And you saw on the first play of the game a 54-yard A-gap run. And like after that, I couldn't tell you. I don't know how many more times they actually ran like right off the center's butt. So that is why I was confused. But like this was my larger point is they did get away from their roots because it's back-to-back years now where the Joe Moore Award offensive line got exposed on the playoff stage. And like I just can't wrap my head around it. And like going forward, I just – I mean, they were good in pass pro, but a lot of times TCU was only rushing three because of their defense. But like outside of Dominic Edwards' run, you take that off, which is a 54-yarder. Like it, it did happen. But if you take that off, which is the first play of the game, they averaged three yards per carry. They were just getting – they gave up double-digit tackle for losses. That's just not something that – happens like to Michigan teams and it's back-to-back years now like I said where your offensive line just got absolutely exposed so I don't like going forward it's nice to win that award but until like it gets proven on the semifinal stage I don't really know like what to think going forward it's like fool me once shame on you fool me twice shame on me I can't get fooled a third time I just have to be like well we might have to learn how to throw the ball because it seems like we can't run the ball well on this stage Michigan's offensive line is just bad in big games. It's it's just the takeaway from you, Grant. You really no, think that? No, but they they haven't delivered in back to back semifinals. That's fair. I mean, they've won a lot of big games over the last two years where the offensive line did show up. I mean, they ran for four hundred and fifty yards on Penn State. Like they can bully good teams in this country. Um, I just don't know. Like it's like you like to Evan's point. You have a whole month to prepare for a three 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 five, and they look like they had never like even talked about it. There were so many missed assignments on pass plays and run plays where like the best center in the nation, Zach Zinter, uh, NFL guard, they just miscommunicate and a guy gets through on a free blitz. Like I just don't understand how that happens. And with that being said, they still like, it also showed a layer to their games. Like, well, this team is still really good because they found a way to go away from their identity and almost win the football game and numerous points they could have had a chance to win. So credit to that. But this is one of those games where like, some things were great, some things were atrocious, and ultimately, like... I have one, one follow-up. Yeah. Um, if you had to put the percent blame between coaches and players, where would you uh, where you throw that? I think I've heard always, mixed opinions. I think you always lean more coaches, um, just because, like, the culture and, like, how they set the foundation for the team. Um, I was, like... I was really in the weeds like after the game of what was said post game and it was the classic like Michigan, in my opinion, like kind of bit themselves in the foot again. Um with how they handled like the pregame stuff, like the clip of JJ saying if they stay in the three three five, we're just gonna smash and Junior Colson not knowing like jokingly like not knowing what conference TCU was in. It's just like that stuff is so dumb at this level and Sonny Dykes, I think, like that definitely video got passed around TCU's locker room. Um, they said they use it to motivate them, which is fine. And they, they like their coach told their players like, let's just keep our mouth shut till after the game. There's not like a wrong or right way to do it. I would just prefer if you are going to say stuff like that, like don't make an ass of yourself and back it up. Um, I'd prefer they didn't, but I see now that like there's no like people talk trash before games and still play well. Like I prefer you don't, but I don't know. It's it's players, it's coaches, it's. It was a lot. I think, I think the athletic had an article where like they asked one Michigan assistant, and he's like, "This is what happens when everyone in your 
building and your whole fan base like kind of assumes you're going to win a semifinal game. Like crazy stuff can happen on the stage because it is TCU. You are a touchdown favorite, but TCU is like a very good football team. That was apparent to me. Like they did not flinch whatsoever. Do I think like if these teams played 10 times in my fandom brain, I think Michigan would pull out uh, more victories than not, like over 50% because I, I do think a lot of fluky things happen. Um, but they won on that night. That's all you can say, really. Are you ever still... calling the Philly Philly special if you're ever an offensive coordinator? <laughs> no, I, that's so so lazy to even, like, that's your trick play. Like, that's been done so many times since it happened that, like, you had a month to prepare, and that's the trick play. You're like, yeah, we're going to this. And also, the communication on it was bad. Like, JJ had to walk over to the wide receivers and, like, talk to them. Like, the, no bigger, like, red flag in the world that something funny's happening if you're going to talk to your receivers where they're lined up at. And they're in a zone. So, like, on a zone, there's no, like, man motion. They're just going to stand in their zone. It's like, I would have, we talk about, you know, I would have just taken the three points. I, I didn't even need them to go for it. I was like, it's three points on your first drive. You, I, you're, I don't it. like, I don't like you turning down points. You the ball points. pretty well. You have confidence to build off of. Yeah. It's, Is this the worst loss in your career, Grant, as a fan? Your fan career? Um, It's top five, no doubt. Like I was, JT Short still number one. That's what I was saying. Uh this might have passed it. It was like an almost carbon copy blueprint of that game. You fumble on the one, you throw a pick six, through two pick sixes. Like the, oh, you ugh. think the the refs big at one point, and I put out the tweet like it's not, not the refs' fault Michigan lost, but it is just like a egregious like mess up by them. Like I don't know how you rule that a touchdown. Yeah, it's insult say, to injury, but they yeah. cause the injury. No. The the worst part of that whole sequence is that you're first and goal on the one where Give it to a linebacker. You could just best idea. Even if I, I think Joe Klatt was talking today and it's just so common sense. He's like, even if you QB sneak it three times, like four times, what are the odds they stop you four consecutive QB sneaks? Your first and goal on the one. one inside the one QB sneak. Yeah. And you Grab put your biggest tight end. And put him right behind the quarterback on snap. You push him forward like they did four times. Never fails. It's also, it's also crazy too that like they put Khalil Mullins in like an offset fullback role to make the handoff even harder. Like if you're gonna give it to him, why not like line him up like a normal running back? Didn't Harbaugh uh, <laughs> used to run that formation when you guys had that big 2016, that big tight end. What hmm. was his name? Uh, Khalil Hill. Hill. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he had a couple rushing touchdowns on that same exact formation. Yeah, and then they tried to do it Ben Van Summer, and he fumbled once. And then they tried to do it a Khalil Mullins. I had to look back. Another another gripe: it's impossible in college sports to find out when someone's fumbled and when they like lost it. Because I was searching all the like stats databases and couldn't find anything of like had Khalil Mullins fumbled before. I had to go like individual ESPN game log to find it. He did fumble last year against Wisconsin, so it wasn't like he had never fumbled either. I just don't like this guy wasn't playing running back until the Ohio State game. I don't understand. And they did it again later in the game. They get down there, they give Donovan Edwards one handoff, and then they yank him for Khalil Mullins, and we had to kick a field goal. You had three possessions inside the six yard line, and you came away with three points. And it's just like, I don't know what to tell you. Michigan's. Red zone Smack. offense all year wasn't great. But then it just comes down to, like, you just got masculine, like your whole smash identity. If you can't push a pile down at that area and you just get stuffed every time, then, like, 
the whole identity you think you've built up until this point is just kind of a mirage to, to fans. You're just like, oh, can't are, are we going to be able to bully people? I guess not. Granted, they did adapt and score almost 50 points. I guess my so. question, based off of like that first quarter, does this prove just how much like Harbaugh has his hands off of the offense? Like, um, do you think he approved that Philly Philly? He did say he took credit for it. He took the ownership on that. He said, I should have changed it about the play. I don't know if he's just covering someone, or but yeah. he did say, like, I should have changed it. But, like, that Khalil Mullins handoff, that's Harbaugh. So there's still marks yeah, of there's still marks of him, like, the fact that you're yanking a five-star. But it's just not, like, traditional Harbaugh. Did, like, it's fourth and goal from, what was it, the yard, two-yard line? Two, yeah. And you're running a trick play instead of, I'm going to run power. Yeah. Right off of my right guard until the cows come home. And if you stop me, you stop me instead of trying to get cute. Yeah. I don't know. But to to fully wrap the top five sports loss, um, some of them when I was young, like the Robert Ory shot, I was pretty young for that, but th- that was devastating because it's a buzzer beater. Lions Cop was Did you have tears? Game. Any tears, Grant? No. No. This game, no. How How much anger? I mean, we hit anything, we punch in pillows. That's what I would have been doing. No, and like some backstory for Evan is like I was texting Alex separately. Like I chopped, I chopped for Grant. I did. I might have texted the word chop like a thousand times just because, like, you know, not to steal Mel Tucker's word, but like it's the only thing you can think of. Like it was a true, I'm sure there's a lot of Michigan fans that gave up very early and rightfully so with that disgusting performance, but I was really riding or dying till the last whistle, like thinking, okay, like this game's already crazy. I mean, even when JJ throws the 34-16 pick, I was like, oh, a lot of game left. Like, we can get there. And it's like, that's insane thought. But, like, it actually was getting close to happening um, at one point. So it was almost just a state of shock afterwards. And then, like, got more mad as Ohio State was doing well. Like, that got got me more mad. That probably put you down bad. Thankfully, um, they fumbled their bag. And they are not in the championship because that would have made it 10 times worse because they probably would beat TCU. Although... No, Ohio State looked really good against Georgia, but like TCU and Ohio Stroud really, really yeah. shut the haters up in that game. TC, TCU and Ohio State aren't that far off. Like I, like there's a case to be made in terms of who gave Michigan the toughest test this year. It's obviously TCU. Like they played, they played Michigan way better than Ohio State did. Um, uh, would we think that Ohio State, the way they played against Georgia, if they would have played like that against Michigan, it'd be a different type of game? If you would have given Ohio State a month off to prepare for Michigan, I think it'd be 100 different. Yeah, potentially. I it's guess that, so is a, that is a difference. I'm excited for the playoff to start because I was thinking about this leading up to the game. This isn't like a retrospective excuse thing. It's so dumb that college football, like their biggest games, you take a month off to play. No other sport does that. So I'm glad. I thought about that too on the way. <laughs> yeah. I was like, this is this is really dumb to wait no, this long. I know. On like Thursday. NFL I was just, goes the next week. Playoffs, on Thursday, so I was walking into work it. and I was like, yeah, why do they like just wait an entire month for their biggest games? Like no other sport in the world does that. None. Actually, none. None. March Madness, they hop right into that. Maybe because of winter break for college kids, they got to take exams. I don't know. But um, it is pretty pretty wild to think about. That's the only sport that does it. It's just it's always... They've always done well, that'll be over so. though, right? With the twelve team, like they won't have enough time to wait. Yeah, I don't think they can. Twelve team. I mean, that's there's still going to be at least a week off in between. A week off, I can see it. That's fine. 
Well, it's only how many weeks is it? So if there's 12 teams, it'd be down to six. I'll take that back. Is there bye weeks? There's a, well, the one through four gets a bye week while the other teams are playing. So there's only 12. So then there's only... Just four games the first week. Yep. Four games the second week. Two. And then two, one. one. So four weeks, a month, full month. A month. So no month off because they got to play him for a month. Yeah, but you could still have two weeks off and just push back the national championship game a week. To MLK Day so that we all have it off. Yeah. <laughs> um, Smart. The other thing, offensively, they kind of got away from their roots, and then defensively, they did as well. They started doing Aaron Glenn zero blitzes that just left everybody exposed, and I think they just got desperate. Because, like, the way the game worked is the first half, Separate. defense played defense played very well, and they were put in a lot of bad spots, and obviously four, 14 points in this game come on the offense on J.J. McCarthy's arm. But then the second half, they just, I mean, they couldn't stop anything. The biggest play in the entire game, there's a lot of them, but, like, the biggest, like, gut punch was you battle back to 41-38, and then third and seven, you miss one tackle on the cross. Takes it to the he's gone. I could not believe that one. It was like, there's got to be a safety yeah. someone out there. Yeah, and that's, the and that's why, like, that's just, yeah, we like the blitz on third downs, but, like, we're not, we're not a zero blitz, like, crazy team and, I mean, poor DJ Turner. Like, he didn't make a nice tackle later in the game, but, like, if you just get your helmet on the other side of his thigh, like, you probably bring him down, and then you get the ball back, and then if you score there, who knows how the game unfolds. But, yeah, that was for Crazy sure the biggest football player. game. It really was. That third quarter, I mean, there was 44 points. That's, like, unheard of. There was what? I think they said there were seven touchdowns in, like, seven minutes of football game, like the last five minutes of the third and the first two minutes of the fourth. There were seven touchdowns. And that's just like the infuriating thing of JJ is like he's a huge part of why they lost and cost you, but he still had amazing moments where you're like, okay, I see. Like, like in the beginning of the game, I he's think young. there's people on the internet. Yeah, he's still 19 years old. People on the internet are like, oh, like Cade doesn't do this. Yeah, Cade probably doesn't throw a pick six, but like you're you. Cade does not score 45 points for you. No, Cade does. Yeah, it's just like Cade. If if your defense doesn't keep TCU under like 28 points, you're probably screwed because like, and especially because they couldn't run the football. That it all goes back to that. Like, Joe Moore award-winning team can't run the football against TCU. I don't know what else like that can stop and start there too. But again, they still had plenty of chances to win the football game. Um, my other two on my list that were top losses were uh. 2016 JT was short, short in the David Ortiz Grand Slam in ALCS. Oh. You guys want to relive bad moments? What about the Iowa 20... At night game, 2017, 16, 17? Yeah, but you still... That was the same year as Ohio State. You could still uh, still control your destiny after that, which was okay. This is up there. Playoff though. loss this, has got to be. This is worse than JT. Cause like, and then the next question I asked myself, and we have some NFL rumors to talk about briefly is like, will Michigan ever win the natty under Harbaugh? Cause like this seemed now they likely lose to Georgia. I'm not going to, I wouldn't have been crazy, but there was a side of that game where Georgia gave up 41 points. I was like, Oh, the, the thoughts I had about Georgia not being last year's Georgia. Those were true. This Georgia team is vulnerable in some aspects compared, especially compared to last year. So well, Marvin Harrison jr. Is also just pretty good. Yeah, but this may not have been their. This is definitely their best chance probably they'll ever have to win a playoff game. 
because you're a seven and a half point favorite against the Big Twelve team that didn't even win their conference. At the end of the day, they lost in their conference title game. Until the twelve team, you might get some bum teams in there. Maybe yeah, if they don't have a lot of time to prep, maybe they should roll in. They do better. Um, but it just as sucks as like the narratives of a Michigan fan that we've had to go through. Um, and you guys can, I mean, I'm sure you guys have your own narratives that like every every fan base internalizes their own struggles. But for us, it's just been like it was a decade plus of like just the worst football probably in the history of this program. You get Harbaugh, you get your guy. He can't beat his rivals. He can't go to Indy. They finally do that in back-to-back years. So they proved that last year wasn't a fluke. And then now it's just he can't win a semifinal game. And it's exhausting, but, like, this is how narratives start. You just can't get things done. And until they prove it, it's just going to linger. And it's going to be like, oh, like, that's a crappy thing because, like, I wouldn't trade this season for the world. Like, it was sweet. Like, I being Ohio State since 2000 at Ohio State being Michigan State and Ohio State both in the same season for the first time in a long time are awesome. But it's just bad taste in your mouth at the end of the day when you go to sleep. You're like, oh, blew a, blew a game to TCU. I do have a take for you guys because I know we've talked about this before. And I think we used Oklahoma as the example. This loss is cementing my belief that I would definitely trade like a natty for 20 years of suck. Like, I, I, I think I would because I don't – like, if you told me, like uh, – 20 so long, dude. Like, if you to, – all right, a, a decade at least because if you told me we get to go to the playoff like Nebraska, two more times. Alex, you're in Nebraska in 97 yeah. with Scott Frost, and you just turned no. into complete suck. But that was a, that was a no, split. I'm talking a, a playoff title. A playoff title um, is earned. I would do it. I would Texas. Be, Colt McCoy mm-hmm. title. Or Texas. Vince Young minus, oh, yeah, yeah, minus that. I would do that. I would take the title. Oh, man. Because rough. as someone who's seen two now, it's not fun. I wouldn't sign up for two more. Like, if you were like, oh, Michigan's made it four out of five years and lost every semifinal game, I'm not signing up for that. It sucks. You're, so you're all signing fun. up you don't, for You don't yes, want to be Ohio State, Grant. No, Grant, I'm signing up for that. I am. Because you're the Miami Hurricanes. Sucking the, the whole season. Late 90s, early 2000s. You don't even care about anything that's happening. But being like Oklahoma is not fun. And that's what we're trending to. Just a team that gets to the semifinals and they lose. You're going to win eventually if you keep going. Now, spin zone, I coach think. coach because he just I, left. I think they can get back next year. Who's going to be your new coach? That's going to be some juicy. Matt Patricia. There. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would take money out of my own bank account to start that fun going. I don't think I have any other takes from the game so i guess we could touch on that briefly my only last take from the game itself was it was also baffling that they didn't dip into their qb run bag until the second half like what's the point also of jj was that he can run as opposed to cade and they didn't do any design runs for him until the second half and then he basically had a touchdown drive they worked so well so well that and like that counter pull they did with him to score is so beautiful. And like, we didn't run that with Dom and Edwards way at all. We just kept running those zone reads I talked about to start off. I just don't get, it was like, so you back in the day and still to an extent when Harbaugh tries to get stubborn against Michigan state's front and run like between the tackles and get stuffed. It's like he did that, but opposite for TCU and tried doing outside zones on a team that has speed. I mean, I don't know like if anyone's egos are too inflated. I'm sure they are. And like they're just trying trying to beat them at their own game or something. But you had a fifty four yard run up the a gap to start the game, and then you had a 
like 30 yard touchdown run when you did a counter or a um two lead blockers with JJ McCarthy and you never did those concepts again. And I just don't understand it. And I never will. And it was it was awful. It was awful. Yeah. It was awful. Yeah, I mean it had to suck. There's no way to sugarcoat it. It was one of, I mean it's it's probably will it probably will grow into like the worst Michigan. It is the worst Michigan loss. It'll probably it grow into one of the worst of all time. And it's bad. I was I was saying that great too. Like they weren't creative enough in the run game until when it would, when it didn't matter. Yeah, like you had to pull out all your stops in the first quarter. It was like your run game. Like we're getting this run game going. We're going to control our own pace. And TCU said we'll run, we'll make it attract me if you want to, and they were more than happy to do it. I should say too, TCU's legit. Like they they're impressive as hell. They are very physical. I don't think people realize that, or I probably. Didn't give them enough credit, but like even the way they're uh, who and also to make it even worse, their star running back got hurt like for a large chunk of yeah. this game. But when he ran, he they was two running good running backs though. He was Number running people was, over. He had one long run, yeah. but he missed a key block on a blitz, and he also had a fumble that gave Michigan life. Yeah, yeah, and and Michigan got gifted two interceptions because one receiver just dropped it off his one chest. One hit it straight yes. in the chest. So like, we were talking about this at the party. Like, should those in the future, you're ahead of the rules and stats committee, should those go against the QB? No, it'd be nice if they didn't. The oh. first one, maybe sure. he shouldn't have thrown it. The second one hits the dude in the chest. Yeah. It's never going to get changed. It's like errors in baseball, though. You want to know the sick thing too about the like? What would um, you like rule that as though? I rule it as a turnover on interception the for the wideout number. So there'd be like sixty-six interceptions in the season, but uh, quarterbacks only threw forty-two. That would just wouldn't it wouldn't add no, up. I wouldn't, be strange. Call, I wouldn't call it an interception. I'd call it a turnover on. It's like a fumble. You don't count it towards the quarterback as he handed it off to the running back. So receivers will be throwing interceptions. Receivers would get a turnover, not an interception. They would get yeah, a might turnover. Might be an interception. It'd be better. They're just at another column, just a turnover. Wide receiver. I don't hate you it. You know who the really bad receivers are. Yes. <laughs> All the drop passes. Um, you know what's sick, too, about my brain? Being a Michigan fan and, like, things you just think things are probably going to go bad at some point. After the – so I got the pick and then threw the touchdown to Roman Wilson. I had the tweet, like, set up. It was I think it was something like, um, get a turnover, take a shot, like classic football. Like, everyone does that. If you get a turnover, you take a shot play. And I saw they were reviewing it, and I was like, hmm. I think I saw it got overturned, and I was like, I'm just going to hit send still because, like, the play still happened. And I was like, watch them, like, fumble this on the one, though. That'd be very classic Michigan just to, like, poop the bed here. And they did. <laughs> It was stunning. It was a stunning fumble. That was like that it was, it second was, JJ pick. We're just like, oh my god, does this game cannot get worse. Does that fumble make it worse that like they didn't even have to review it? There was no question about like he, oh, he yeah. had it, and it, it was through him, and then the out the other side. Because they my lined ball call up on that one was very good. Just so everyone is aware, that's impressive if you saw it because it was a bad angle to even see if it was a fumble. Ball, ball, was all over it. I just was looking at all the other players freaking out. My yeah. voice cracked on that second interception when the cameraman had no idea where he was at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He missed Ronnie Bell wide open on that play. He tried to force it to Loveland, but 
I don't know, man. That that's a haunting, haunting game that we'll never get rid of until you win a semifinal game. I know we talked about it, Grant, but I don't know if you hit on this already. But does it loss make it worse that he's flirting with the NFL already? Like already? Well, it's hard to like decipher from the reports. I've There's seen so much I, bad reporting last year. So who the who knows? All I've seen is that do you trust the, Bruce Feldman? That. <laughs> All I've seen so far, like there's two of them, that one, the teams have reached out to him, and two, a source close to him thinks yeah, he takes it really if he gets say. a deal. They said that last year, though, too. It's a little bit more respect- Who was that blue check respectable. Who that blue said he was accepted the Minnesota job? Chris that Dallas. was Ballas. <laughs> that guy's He said, moron. he tweeted that, uh, um, that Harbaugh is signing with the Vikings today, <laughs> the, day, the day he was going to interview but Minnesota never gave him the offer. Correct. Well, yeah, I think that's from what we've got. Allegedly. Now, well, at least Mossy Smith can have his court date. Oh. Court date now. Yeah. Yeah. But there's two Good for him. Get off that. <laughs> there's two people from last year, like blue check marks as well. Now Bruce Feldman does carry more weight in the industry than these people, but this was from Amber Thea Harris. Chirp, chirp, chirp. My birdies say announcement soon, and that was about Harbaugh to the Raiders on January seventh. And then this guy, Mark I Carmen, forgot that was rumored. Damn Mark the- Carmen, blue check mark. I sent these tweets to Grant. Hearing from a reliable source, Jim Harbaugh will tell the team today, tomorrow, he is leaving to be the head coach of the Miami Dolphins. Could Dolphins. have taken the Minnesota job, preferred Miami. Like, the amount of, like, Dolphins, people- Vikings, Raiders. This year he'll be a, the head coach of the Colts, Broncos. I just hope Harbaugh comes out and says, like, I have my own guys just to tell all these reporters lies because I would respect him so much more. Well, and, like, in the offseason, I know we're not offseason yet for football, but, like, these do such great numbers and clicks. Like, there was, like, 300 comments on the athletic article. Like, people just need it, and, like, yeah, it's a piece of information. If the, I think the Broncos is legit. I think all their ownership, I guess, went to Stanford as well. Condoleezza Rice is on their board. Like, I think that's a legit job. In my brain, though, I just can't see Harbaugh, like, his ego is so big. Their new owner Take says, Russell like, Wilson. Russell Wilson and, I think, their owner said, you're going to report to me. Like, the buck stops with me. Like, I just can't. Like, if Jim goes to a place, I think he's going to want, like, his whole stamp on it. And I, like, well, Russell he's Wilson is the to franchise. Him. Maybe he'll be GM. But he's also Maybe reporting GM to Russell goes. Wilson at that point. I, the Broncos owner probably needs to back off a little bit. They're brand new. And to say that, you'll never find, like, a coach to. Yeah. Well, and unless but he, apparently, unless, if Jim's offered, he's taking it. Unless yeah. the owner is, said that because he left. <laughs> wild statement. Hire Nathaniel Hackett, then it could be different. Like you are going through me after every search now. And like, I mean, NFL the- teams—it's a no-brainer to hire Jim, though. I mean, when I was reading that athletic article today, why? Why is he? Why did he ever leave the NFL? The because they're—they're they're no, three straight the, NFC Championship GM, games and a Super Bowl. GM Trent Baalke, Trent Baalke, GM of now, I believe the Jaguars hated. Like him and Jim had a falling out, and they fired him after an eight and eight season. Yeah, he, he never had a losing season in the NFL. No, they just he's, he's like forty four and nineteen. Went an, to the Super Bowl and three NFC title games. Went to the Super it's Bowl. An, it's an ego Kaepernick. thing. Yeah, an, Jim should be thing. coaching in the NFL. Beat Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. Beat Eli Manning and the Giants to go to the Super Bowl. He does wear out his welcome though. I mean, that's a fact. College is different because you can kind of like they're kids and you can convince them, but like he does rub people the wrong way. Him and Ward Manuel have had like very intense negotiations. I think he leaves this. Ward Manuel's. I think he does. You know, there's a clause in his contract that uh, he has he, to tell him if he's in interviewed or interviewing. Yeah, if he doesn't say he's interviewing, he can get fired. They get fired. 
they put that in after last year's but like, debacle. What are they going to do? But if he was fire interviewing him? and didn't tell him, like, "Oh, Jim, you're fired," you're like, "Okay." Your I, fan base would have interviewing. I think it saves money though, or it does something. I don't know. Oh, His yeah, buyout is already small. Yeah, it's only like so, three million. For our audience who loves the speculation and probably wants answers, I He's gone. promise myself I'm not. I'm not I'm even like spot for like two years. Evan, you will be right, but also only half right because you've been pegging the Colts, so I can't give you full credit against yeah. the Broncos. That's not over with yet. Ursa can go. Ursa My can't official start statement yet. is that he will be the head coach of the Denver Broncos at the start of next season. I really think it will happen. I don't think and if he doesn't leave, he's never leaving, ever. You can't say ever. That's what everyone said last year. Like, yeah, everyone said that last year. Leaving. I just can't it believe will. he's going to do this dance again. You can't. And if he's truly doing the dance again, after he also, has, he, also, he also hasn't done a thing yet. He hasn't taken an interview. He hasn't done a thing. He might not have to interview for the Broncos. He might just get that. And who's this anonymous source that knows it's a done deal like the day after the Fiesta Bowl's done? Like, well, I, it's just so. It's clicks, man. It's crazy. It might happen, but still, it's nasty how it. Backdoor channels, man. He's got people just, talking for him. It's like clockwork. I will say this. Um, it would irk me, his comments. Like before the bowl game, like two weeks before when it's they coach the speak, Zoom. coach speak, Grant. But Evan, you can handle that in a better way. Grant, we you don't told have... you that that didn't mean diddly. No, that that will sting, and I will not. I will look. I will dock him points in his tenure, and and we'll look at him not as fondly for. You, you can just say we're focused on the Fiesta Bowl, and like leave it open. Like you don't. He was so emphatic. He said, "For those that like want me back." I will enthusiastically return to the Wolverines in 2023. And for those that don't, they'll be saddened to learn I'll be with the Wolverines in 2023. You don't say things that specific. Well, he didn't lie because it's 2023 and he's currently with the Wolverines. <laughs> yeah, but that's just like a scumbag move. It's a scumbag move if he if he leaves after saying that. You don't say that. You just coach speak it and say, we're focused on Fiesta Bowl prep. I don't have time for NFL rumors. Sure, it's not but a then firm you wouldn't shutdown. Have liked that, though. You wouldn't have liked that. I would get nervous that he's going to leave, but I would accept it. Like, okay, yeah, he didn't fu- he didn't play with our emotions. You can't say I will be back in 2023 for the Wolverines, and then like that's a scumbag move. That's a scumbag move. Right, Mel Tucker. I am excited to continue with the Colorado Buffaloes. Yeah, like, leaves the next Chris day. Hol- Chris Holman with Butler <laughs> tweeted out Team 133, like with all the guys that left for Ohio State the next day. Like, you just don't have to do certain things before you're about to leave a program. You just don't have to do them. Money talks, man. NFL's got the most of it, so. And shout out TCU for their awesome video that they released. I didn't they, like it. It was way too much for me. Could not. They, could they, not they troll. Like, that social, media, that's what social media is for. That would freak me out if I was like 10 years old and watched that video. I would have had nightmares. Them and the Bills. Them and the Bills, I think, do that after every game that they win. It's called like a shit post. They just compile a bunch of memes together and put them like. It's the kind Bill, of funny. I've seen a couple of the Bill ones. Those are hilarious. Wild. The only thing I'll say about Harbaugh is I'm not going to get into the song and dance until it happens because I I just exhausted from it and I think can you the just listeners... name your number one coach How on your wish list this? assuming that he leaves yeah just one just, just like, give, give us, us one, one guy one guy yeah give us Michigan State fans just one name Bill well, O'Brien no here's the thing though is like <laughs> you can have him Matt Nagy we're gonna get into the weeds aren't we okay here's the thing just though. give it's us like, one name. You don't have no, to he, give us any. No, I have to caveat it because it's it's a crazy name. It's a, it's a name you wouldn't expect. But I think if I was AD, Robert I would Sala. make this guy say no. PJ because do not say Urban Meyer. Oh my God, you hired no. Pat Fitzgerald. Good for you. Before before Harbaugh came here, Michigan did not have that kind of pull. They had to dip into their Michigan man bucket again, and thankfully do Jim Harbaugh was Nick one. Saban. No, 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 no. Okay. 
He's going to say not, something ridiculous. I'm not like that crazy. But now they are. Dan Campbell. Over the last two years, they've been the second best college football program in the country. So Third. they have a bigger pool to go to. Third. And I think. Who? Alabama's always better. No. Alabama nah, didn't make National championship. Alabama would have shit on you. This year? Yeah. yeah. If you played that, Alabama that could turn it for me. I don't know about that. Yeah. Yeah, would have. Anyway, <laughs> they have a lot of flaws, too. Just just guys being dudes. Give us your coach. You go to this man's door. He hasn't even unpacked his bags yet. And you make Luke Fickle say no. And you just leave Wisconsin and come to Michigan. I, I don't that. think that's crazy. Yeah. I mean, that's he's an Ohio State guy, though. So it's kind of. Do it. But. Bo Schembecker was an Ohio State guy. That's the entire narrative. Grant, that's a really bad person that you're talking about. I'm not talking about people's character. I'm just talking about <laughs> he was a coach on Ohio State staff before he came to Michigan. It's not unheard of thing to do. Luke Fickle played at Ohio State. Okay. That's a little different, dude. It's college football. Like, your loyalties can only take you so far. Luke Fickle. Okay. Be interesting. Luke Fickle. That's the guy I'd be like, yeah, let's do it. All in. I'm not sure why you're so all in on Luke Fickle, but. Because he we'll took see. Cincinnati to the playoff. Okay. Cincinnati's a known pretty good program of coaches. Yeah, they're a playoff caliber team for sure. <laughs> what he did there yeah. was historic. Yeah, and he was a good recruiter. Cincinnati too. has great coaches. He went and got Sauce Gardner out of our backyard. Well. No, Luke Fickle's he's, the guy. He's that guy. He's Mark Antonio. He's better. He's the exact same path, I Grant. I think Michigan State's an easier place to make the playoff than Cincinnati. No, Grant. Mark D'Antonio was the coach at Cincinnati and then went to Michigan State and then took yeah, Michigan know, State to the playoffs. Yeah, I know, but I'm, I'm saying I have Luke Fickle better because D'Antonio. And D'Antonio was the defensive coordinator at Ohio State. They're the same guy. They're I the know same they're, guy. Alex, I know football. <laughs> I know their career pass. I'm saying I would have Luke Fickle a tier above because he took Cincinnati to the Because he stayed at Cincinnati longer than Mark did. Yeah, I guess if you want to play a s- semantics narrative of like what Michigan State was a dump hole when Mark took over and he took us to the playoff. Question for you guys, are you guys all in on making the national championship game next year because TCU was five and seven the year before this year? <laughs> um I would just like to be relevant. Um, I'm not gonna get crazy. <laughs> well we do have an NFL wide receiver, so <clears throat> we do. We do have an NFL wide receiver that should have been playing for Tulane today based on the message boards. This TCU run kind of did, is going to break people's brains going forward and set absurd expectations. It ruins my whole star debate. I, I don't know. think we have an NFL quarterback that I No, but like the fact that this guy, first year in a program, is in the national championship game at TCU is insane. It's not like he's like a first-year coach, though. He's experienced. Yeah, he's but it's unbelievable. It, it's unbelievable. Don't throw that word around. It's unbelievable. No, it is. It's unbelievable. They were 5-7. and seven. They bring him in. And they really didn't lose a game because the Kansas State game, they crossed the, the pylon, they crossed the yard, and they didn't give it to them. They really I had mean, it if they win year. the national championship, then I don't even know if I can watch college football anymore. My brain will be broken. Everything we know. <laughs> Maybe. My brain will be broken if TCU TCU's wins. some dogs, though. And they have the best quarterback in the game. Ah, Stetson uh, was pretty good. What Stetson was pretty solid. The 32-year-old gunslinger looked Dude, but good. Duggan? When we would blitz Duggan and he'd Duggan didn't pedal. have the best game. No, he actually didn't. But he made his interceptions weren't his fault. No, but I'm just saying he his completion percentage wasn't all that great. Okay, adding his rushing yards though, Alex. No, I know he 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 was the winning quarterback. It helps that JJ made some buffoon mistakes. Yeah, 
but also some great plays. So that's what I'll tell myself going into the next year. But also some great plays. I heard JJ's entering the transfer portal and he's going to TCU because he wants to be on, in a winning program. Why are you on your troll behavior right now? There's no time for trolls. <laughs> Sorry, Grant. Dude, that's, that's I supported the thing you on Saturday. That I have to realize, though, is like when you play in these games, everyone's going to get their memes off, their jokes off, but it comes out of a place of jealousy and just like wanting to be there. So heavy, heavy lies the crown or whatever that is when you're in that spot. If you mess up, you're going to take a lot of crap, but. I'll be honest, I didn't enjoy all the Michigan State fans doing as much trolling as they were doing because they I mean, just no, forgot like, how garbage we were this season. But that's sports. Like, that, you, I'm not, I don't know. I actually won the same amount of bowl games as Michigan and Ohio State combined. Yeah. I know, I know. You, you said that. You texted it. That stat reminded me of my response to Wyatt's question before we moved to the Lions real quick is uh, why it was like, how does it feel to not have led? In a bowl game, that's one of those stats that I think is like, or led in a playoff game. I think that's a stat that's fun for like the trolls to use. But I mean, Georgia, you weren't going to lead against them. They're a wagon. And then this game, like, let's say Michigan had scored on that last drive and they only led for like a second in the game and it was as time expired, like, I wouldn't care. So that's one of those stats that like really isn't that big of a deal. Cause at that point, it's not about how much you lead in the game, it's just winning the football game. You just need to win the football game by one point no matter what it takes. So, like, it'll be a fun stat for opposing fans to say. But one of the years, you played one of the best teams ever. And the other year, this past year, like, you were still in it in the last drive. You just should have won the game. But you didn't. All right. Lions football. Some good news. The Lions destroyed the Bears. Um, any, anyone's opening thoughts on this game? Yeah, I was super pissed after the first two drives. Yeah, like yeah. I was so. just I was trying not go. to text this back to Evan because Evan it. was on his just ignorant behavior before that game even kicked off. But to be just, fair, Alex, after the Carolina Jared game, Jacobs gets a five-yard holding penalty, and Evan thought the sky. They was... scored on that drive. Oh my God! They won forty-one ten. Yeah, but <laughs> and Jerry Jacobs switched from black arm sleeves and black gloves to white hold, after that. The standards that you hold Jeff Rakuda to, I was holding Jerry Jacobs to the same standard. Yeah, and Jerry Jacobs played the rest of the game very well, and Jeff Okuda got benched again. Anyways, we're not going to do this Jerry Jacobs, Jeff Okuda thing every week. He was sick, Alex. No, Grant made that up. No. <laughs> he did not have COVID. No, Cody said that, and I, I went with sickness it. going around. All right, yeah. Um... Tough day I for the some, same old Lions haters. I there. heard someone say, uh, use the term golfense, like Jared Goff golfense. And this golfense has been pretty good, pretty elite recently, and I, I enjoy watching it. Indoor stadium calling, golf. Indoor play calling, stadium. offensive line, they just make Jared's job very easy. I mean, he was throwing receivers with, like, nobody around. Yeah. Like, he he wasn't he didn't have to make these, like, crazy tight You can't, can't throw throws. to Jameson Williams, though, still. The That's Bears' fun. defense is also really, really bad, Alex. No, I, I, not disputing that, Evan. But it was good to see I, we I know did what we bad. were supposed to do. We were supposed to do yes. that. Still did. tough to blow out a team by 31 points in the NFL, no matter who you're playing. They had like 40 passing yards, so. Justin Fields well, also kind of quit in the middle of the game. He, a running like, he shouldn't so. have played. He shouldn't have played. He did not care whatsoever after he got hurt. He <laughs> was like, yeah. Either. He just would like, he was like throwing it away on third down, basically, not even trying. It's pretty funny. Soft behavior from Justin. I would say some stock ups was the running backs. It was kind of a running back game where like Swift receivers were okay. Reemerged. Swift well, looking. I haven't seen that in a while. 
He did look like he had that dog in him. It looked pretty good. No He's denying taking, that. Taking little passes, screen passes to the crib. I was like, wow, there's nowhere to go. And he just found a way. Yeah. Um, Need that at Lambeau. Stock up, James Houston. Stock through the roof, James Houston. Un- unreal player. You almost said unbelievable. Unreal. The guy is crazy good. No, the only I mean, I don't know about like his run stopping and all that other stuff, but rushing the passer. He's, Who cares? He's a demon. The only bad Eight thing, sacks though, already? It's kind of hurting my Hutchinson defensive rookie of the year buzz because he's got more sacks than Hutchinson now. James Houston defensive rookie of the year in seven but, games. But Hutch gets another pick. He has three picks for a defensive end. I don't know when the last time that's happened. I don't think it's happened a lot. There was a lot of like only player in league history to have this combined stats, especially in their rookie year. So interceptions, Dude. fumble recoveries, and sacks combined. Only one player's ever done what Aiden Hutchinson has. Damani Dent from the Chicago Bears. Oh. He was def- uh he's pretty good, apparently. All pro. Well, Hutch should win defensive rookie of the year. I'll stand by that. He's got more I'm picks a James Houston sauce. guy now. But <laughs> no picks. Picks are worth more than sacks. What's a fact? He's Von Miller, but better. If you calculate, I don't know what the ratio is from like picks to sacks, but if you translated that, if you cashed in all your picks, coupons. Hutchinson did have a pick, but it was like also the easiest interception of all time. Like like I said about how Justin Fields just quit this football game. I mean, that was another play he just didn't. I don't know if it's easy to stick a defensive end almost on the sideline and have him play like cover no, three flats I was watching coverage kaminsky run around it like linebacker on that plane he looked lost yeah like i still there was some gloves on his hands like he has a padded hands <laughs> he was running around like with his head cut off he had no idea where he was supposed to be um, that was funny i laughed when hutchinson got that interception i thought it was hilarious and Anzalone calling for the pitch back on that play. Did you guys see that? No, I did not. Anzalone was screaming at Hutchinson to pitch it to him, <laughs> and he got pissed after. I was like, what was Anzalone going to do with that you ball? You that. Oh, my God. He would have got tackled from behind by David Montgomery, but it was hilarious. Was there any other major takeaways from the game? It was a pretty boring game because, like, blowouts just tend to be boring. Yeah. Jameson um, Williams is pretty fast. And he was smiling on his run. That was cool. Oh, yeah, he was during the game. Was very excited. The breaking news that NFLPA is investigating Carolina's field. Oh yeah, I did see that. Of how poor how poor it was and how hard and tough it is. And I was thinking maybe that was the reason why Jamo didn't play so much against Carolina. Mm, that would make sense because he yeah, he just... did play a lot more snaps in this game. It felt like at least. I mean, Goff was the one that proposed it and they're investigating it because of what Goff said in the. Post game or late or last last week or something. All right, trading T.J. Hawkinson was the best move of all time. Our tight ends are elite. We don't need him. I think it's turning out to be a pretty win-win for both sides. Yeah, no, T.J.'s doing a great job in Minnesota. But, but Brock right, dog, that's a dog. It's it's a dog. I would say it's a win-win as long as we don't draft a tight end within our first like four picks. There's yeah. no way we're going to. Oh, it is like you, we you don't need to in the offense. We could put anybody at that tight end position, it feels like, and they'd be fine. Yeah. Well, because like down the field, Amonra is basically our tight end because I keep like laughing in my head whenever I tweet it. Like we don't use our tight ends outside the red zone, specifically like inside the 10-yard line. But like they're automatic. I don't even know every if they run routes 
when they do they run the between the twenties. Like, I'm not sure I've seen him catch a pass like between the like twenty five. No, I think James Mitchell got one. Well, okay. against the Bears, but yeah, tight ends have definitely been eye opening. They're, they're also gonna break like the set. record for tight end touchdowns in the Lions yeah, season. They're setting some records too. Everyone's setting records because offense is. I think it's the first time our offense has ever had four thousand passing yards and two thousand rushing yards in a year. Balance. We are good at football. It was like but the fourth time in Lions history uh, we collapsed like six thousand total offensive yards. Well, it's that Jared Goffins, you know. The Goffins. Ben yeah. Johnson. Indoors. Should we talk about Sunday night football? Yeah, because. As fun as this year has been, and and it all comes down comes down to this to Baker Mayfield. Yeah. What do you guys? How are you guys gonna feel if? I mean, obviously Seattle's probably going to win. Yeah. Um, are you still gonna be fully invested into that Sunday night game? Um, like I, I, I personally am going to be. I'll be. Pissed. I'll be upset that we don't aren't playing for the playoffs. But also, I was more like mad. I was furious game. at the Jets' performance. I don't know sure. why I put so much of my life on the Jets, but I was just I didn't watch it. Your tweet got some love too. People felt yes. your anger. <laughs> I saw that tweet. I was like, "Yeah, that's an Evan tweet." Got it. <laughs> it just people were mad at Mike White online. But like, if the Lions go into the game where the Seattle won it, it doesn't mean anything. I'll be whole home about it. I mean, um, you're gonna watch the whole thing. Evan. Oh, absolutely! I'll be fully invested in it, but I won't be as like. I'll basically just be cheering against the Packers, basically. I mean, I think it could I be just, a huge building block game for next season. I just want this team to like play the Packers at full strength when all they have is like the yeah. Like be competitive, and like the Packers may end up winning because, especially if they see Seattle lose, or no, Seattle win. If they see Seattle, Seattle win, win, Packers have to win even more. If if they see Seattle win, I mean, it's all set up for them to win. You know, get in the playoffs at home, Sunday night football. So like, it's a game they should win. I'm sure. What they already favored by like three, four and a half. Four and a half. Yeah, I mean, they should win this game. It'll be embarrassing for them as a franchise if they lose this game. I just need the Lions. One, I, I really want them to win. I'll, I won't back down from that. I need them to go in and win this football Even game. Even though your too. girlfriend is going to be big on the Packers, Packers trying to make the playoffs. They've made the playoffs a lot in their life. Um, this is just a culture-building oh, win. But at the very least, if they are going to lose, it needs to like be within one score competitively because you just can't go into this moment and just crap. you gotta you got to perform. Historically, this is absolutely a game the Lions lose, and it won't particularly be close. Like, if we're looking at the past, like these huge games, we always, like, we might lose on the scoreboard by a possession, but it's because we, you know, like the last time get a Hail Mary on the last play that doesn't matter. Like, they're never actually close. So it'd be nice to be in a close game in this situation. Kind of crap they did the Sunday night thing when... We could have easily played Saturday night. Or we should like, have played Saturday night. No. We should have played. We should have played the same exact time the Seahawks and Rams played. I want to play before then, so it would, it would felt like a playoff game for our fan base, no matter what. But then we sure. could watch the second game after. Like but Saturday night like, prime time would have been cool. But either way, it's doing like, it most fair. It should have been. But like we know, even if we see Seattle win, 
Dan Campbell's not going to sit any guys. There's nothing to sit people for. He's going to go full. Dan said they're like, winning when no matter what. Knocking Green Bay out of the playoffs would feel almost like a playoff win. That's my yeah. math. And we're not going to beat the 49ers in San Francisco. Is we're the not, worst there's still thing. a chance we could play Minnesota. Is time. there, though? I saw the like, scenario, yeah. Are the San Fran going to lose to Arizona Cardinals and David Blau? I don't think they are. So, so they'd be the two. The two seed. plays the seven. Yeah. And we can't be we we can't be anything above a seven. We are have to be the seven if we get in. No, I know we have to be the seven. If what's, you think what's the Cardinals, Minnesota's record? I don't know, one below, whatever. Forty nine losses. Forty ers have four losses too. But they're the two seed right now. If forty ers win their game, they're the two seed. They play the What Cardinals. if the Eagles lose? Can they the could go drop? down they could go to, to the two? five seed. No, they could go down. No, the Eagles are either the yeah. one or the five. They could be the five seed. Because if you don't win your division, nah. automatically you're automatically yeah. out. The Bucks and the Eagles, huh? Poor Tom. Yeah. It's either the Bucks and the Eagles or Bucks the are back. Bucks and Cowboys and Bucks. Bucks and Cowboys. I mean, so great. You don't even want to make the playoffs. It sounds like. No, I would like to make the playoffs, but this is a playoff game. So we already made the playoffs in a way. This is a playoff game. So you'd rather have the Rams pick be higher? Rams win. Or would you rather have the Rams lose to get a top four pick? I don't really care about the pick too much. I don't give a shit about the pick. But this is a playoff. But I've been saying we already made the playoffs in a weird way. Because this is a playoff game. This is going to feel. Regardless of outcome in this final week. It was a it was a good season, and we this, should be pretty happy about it. But see how much kind of, the Carolina loss should have hurt you guys. I mean, if yeah. we absolutely, you know how much the yeah, Carolina I mean, loss. It the Carolina no, loss Alex. only feels as bad because they started one and six. You can circle Carolina. You can say that's the whole reason this season is going to end without the playoffs. But you can't start one and six. That's really the biggest problem. True. That's true. Like we're not just gonna forget that they went seven and two in their last night. No, but if you just beat Carolina when you were playing good football, bad when you were playing ass football, things happen, Evan. You had bad, bad weeks, and they responded, and they came out and absolutely murdered and be, a terrible the team. The second worst team in the NFL. Well, this this SOL Lions might have lost that game. I'm just saying, like if you beat Carolina the previous week and didn't lay the worst egg of all time in Lions history, then oh, Evan, that's that's a, it would a be a win to get in, and it would actually be. a a pre-playoff game. Still could. Still could. Baker Mayfield. Wyatt, you better hope. You better hope Baker could shows the, Rams the world do it? Is there is. any way? Is there any yes, way? Yes, it's the NFL. The Jaguars beat the Colts last year in the final game of the season and knocked them out of the playoffs, and they were terrible. Do you think like Brad Holmes is calling anybody at the Rams like, hey, guys? Matthew Stafford, if he wants to be a true Lion, he can be activated off IR this week, come in and lead the Rams to victory. Not behind that offensive line. Team. You're going to need the rest of the IR on the O-line to come back as well. Yeah, it's possible. They can do it. I mean, they murdered the Broncos. And the Who did they just play, though? They ran all, Austin Eckler just ran all over them. Dude, the Kenneth Walker Chargers were playing for something. Seahawks might choke. Chargers might be in the playoffs. I know. They are playing for seeding, though. I mean, the Seahawks won the first time by four points. Rams house. It's at Seattle. It's at Seattle. 
which is not that's good. Just, that's just their hashtag, though. It's Rams House. Rams House. I don't it's know who made worst it. Worst hashtag of all time. Hashtag Rams House. <laughs> so get that going. Get that trending. Hashtag Rams House. I think the Rams um, are capable. I don't think they will win. Yeah, Baker Mayfield is better than Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> they kept it close with Green Bay. Sort of. They just can't score. Their defense Rams is all right. Donovan Mitchell scored Jalen Ramsey points. legacy game. <laughs> what? Donovan Mitchell scored seventy-one points. I mean, that's historic. <laughs> I was looking up the spread and it just popped up. I'm sorry, I wanted to see the spread of the Rams game. Rams house to see how much faith six and a half at Seattle is a good coach. six and a half. So they're really on everything, Evan. Really they didn't say the Lions Bears spread was minus thirty-one. So they're really three points. The, ja- the Jaguars were favored by one point over us when we played. Yep. We killed them. You just have to believe, Evan. We got a chop. And with that, predictions for this game. How strong is your belief? Are you willing to stake your reputation on the lines going into Lambeau Field late in January? I'm giving you two scenarios. One, Seattle loses and the Lions are playing for a playoff spot. That feels like the game we definitely lose. Oh, God, Aaron Rodgers would hang a freaking bag over our head, and we would score, like, 16 points, and it would be 31-16, fat L. Now, Seattle wins. We're not playing for anything. We definitely beat them. <laughs> it, it, it just, it's that way. It's that type of way, that type of season, how, like, oh, what could have been? Oh, what could have been? One little play here, one little play there. It's just... If Seattle wins, I would say we win 29 to 26. Wow. That would be hilarious. You just read my mind. But I if think- uh, if Seattle loses, then Aaron Rodgers is putting his discount double check belt all over our faces. Gross. What a nasty image. <laughs> no matter the Seahawks' result. The Lions walk on a Lambeau field where Aaron Rodgers and Matt LaFleur are, I think, 17-1 in the months of December and January. They've lost one time in December and January. To San Francisco last year? Home or road? I don't That must be it. I mean, that was in the snow and they don't, lost to Jimmy G. When these two teams get together, throw out the record books. Lions, 30-27. We score 30 on these guys because that's what our, the offense does outdoors. Since we were 1-6, I haven't predicted a Lions loss, I don't think, other than the Bills. Talk about a fanboy. And they've only gotten it wrong one time for me. I'm sure you picked us to lose to the Packers at home. No. Never. All right. With that being said, I feel like this is the time where I have to predict a loss. No, dude. How can Seattle lose? How can Seattle lose? I think that the I kind of agree with Evan. I think if Seattle loses, like these, we're the, like the youngest team in the NFL. The moment might be a little too big in 2022 for this team. I guess 2023, 2022 season. So in that if- scenario, I think that they would lose just because it, the moment would be just massive. What if Dan doesn't let them see the final score? Because they're warming up and getting ready. They don't know the result. He just says, go play your hearts out. They're going to put that shit on the scoreboard at Lambeau. It's going to be 
high of 29, low of 17, no precipitation. That's not bad. No, that's that's warm for Green Bay in January. Uh, But say, I just, yeah, I don't know. I I think the moment will be too big in that scenario and they would lose. Um, If the Seattle wins, though, I can see the win easily. 28, 24, Lions. So do we get get blown out if the... No, I think they keep it really close for a while and then mistakes start to happen at the worst possible time because it's just a young, inexperienced team. You think Jared throws his first pick in like eight games? No. In golf we trust. Golf ends. A swift fumble feels right. So we have three predictions for a win and two predictions for a loss. Mm Mm-hmm. Fans, that's something. No, we have three predictions for a win. And two for a loss. Yes. D- depending. We on have it. five predictions, yes. Would you like to just yeah. add your sixth? No. I mine's win no matter what. So then at four wins. We're just we're like four wins, Bay, two losses. Whatever Green Bay thinks they are, we're a tougher football team. We're built for Lambeau weather. Even though I'm worried about Jair Alexander. They don't not gonna do that to us. Unless they double Amonra, but what? Well, JMO will score. They double Amonra and then JMO. Oh goes my over god! The top. I, need, I need a JMO Lambo leap. What if JMO Lambo leaped right into the cheese heads? Probably would. The guy is crazy. <laughs> be sick. I just, yeah, I really, <coughs> I really need Baker to do it. I need it. I need it bad. I want it. Like you guys are more. So you guys are really. I mean, I guess I should be too. But I'm more just. I want to see us win. I guess I want to win bad. No matter what. And I've pretty much accepted in my head that the Rams are not going to win. It's like getting blue-balled. You get all the way there. You're about to ready to kick off. It hurts. The yeah, it hurts. kicks a game-winning yeah. field goal. So no matter what oh, you no. do, no matter what you do, you can't make it. But making sure the Packers don't make it would be It awful. would be nice, but like I would get over it It's not the quick. same, though. I would get I over think, it pretty quick. I, I want to this... be devastated Sunday night going into Monday morning that the Packers just ruined our my season. No, you don't. You're just yes, Grant, that. we just talked about that. I absolutely want that. Over I want that feeling. Playoffs. This is I talking do. from I want that feeling. Evan bad. last year saying the NFL was boring, and now I'm fully invested in watching. I was watching the Jets and Seahawks. On some I watched like every chat game. I watched them all. On YouTube. <laughs> our playoff games have been the last few weeks. Yeah, and it's been a yeah, fun season no matter what. Game. I want to go to San Francisco and lose by 35 and be like, well, that wasn't fun. I do I want think... a week of build-up for a playoff game. It'd be great. <laughs> I think Grant, you guys should We've been frame... starving for a playoff game in this city I for know, years. Any sport. I think For should... years. It's a little mental gymnastics, but I think you should frame this game. Let's say Seattle wins or whatever Seattle does. doesn't matter. This game is more intensity to it. Than Lions 49ers would have because the 49ers would dog walk us. Yes. We could we yes, could win this game. Will it's Sunday night intense. in Lambo in front of the Chiefs Nation trying to punch their tickets to the playoffs and we can walk in. It's in front of the regardless of if we can make it or not. In the nation, we complained all we we didn't complain because we thought we'd be pretty bad, but no I like Sunday being night games, one o'clock sleep. No prime time games. This is it. People will remember this game way more than they'll remember Lions 49ers when the Niners win. 35 to 13. And Evan, you also owe you owe our listeners an apology for saying the Lions Packers would not be Sunday night. You owe everyone an apology. I, I did. 
Well, he got his schedules mixed up. Yeah, I, got, I thought the Steelers game already got flexed into it. Did you just need to say sorry? I've I'm received sorry. some messages. I backtracked. I apologize. They were very upset about it. They were very upset about your takes last week. Alex is getting messages. To... Well, also last week, I also said Aaron Rodgers are going to ruin our season. So that's still possible. Still possible. Still, still possible. But we're going to keep chopping. And we're going to get there. And we're going to get through it. And we're going to go to San Francisco and shock the world if we get that I just chance. want the game to be no, we're like. Not. We're going to do that. I just want our game <laughs> yes, to be, we are. mean anything. I wanted just to win and get in. That's why I was so mad at the Carolina game. If anyone could block Nick Bosa, though, it would be Panay Sewell. Oh, yeah. Also, Frank Ragnow has gotten so many penalties the last two games. I think two total. But that He's just like is a lot injured. for a pro bowler. He's half injured. Anytime he gets a holding call, I just don't believe it. You got it correct. It's like there's no way that guy's holding. Well, he never showed a replay either. So, um, to close out, Killian knocked out Mo Wagner into a bench. Did he knock him out? Was he already knocked out before he got punched? That was weird. see. That's what I was wondering the whole time because he went dead limp in um, Isaiah Stewart's arms, but then he went like real limp into that bench. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I I thought he did the classic like started some crap and then played dead to hope. No I one thought he was hit faking him. it. And then he did get hit in the head, and so he just leaned into it. But if he did get knocked out, that's kind of crazy because he was up in a second. It's awesome. I, don't know. I guess everyone likes seeing a good fight. Look, as long as everyone's okay afterwards. Three games, everyone's okay. I like seeing that who I thought was the softest member of our basketball team has a little bad boy in him. Actually, a lot. Yeah, it wasn't. But, I mean, Grant. Yeah. Uh, stop hating on Killian so much. The guy's got that dog in him. You got more and he's having a pretty dog, good year. Alex. He's okay. Oh, Grant. The one game you've watched all season, and Killian does that, and you still have no respect for him. And some people would say, cheap shot from behind. But you also, would say you, that. If you start some stuff, you should never turn your back to the guy you start stuff with. So it's also on Moe's. Dumb well, move. You know? Dumb move. Never turn your back to a guy that you just perturbed. Yeah, bad idea. And, but he probably thought Killian did not have that dog in him based on what he had seen so far in his NBA career. Confirmed so. Killian's got that dog. Um, and then college hoops is Big Ten play set to tip off. Michigan lost to Central Michigan as well. I can't let that go into the radar. <laughs> mm. Big Ten absolutely dismantled but the Terps. They really did. That was an insane comeback. Um, people talk about conspiracies that like Michigan basketball the last two years has had to have been really bad, specifically during the stretch when Michigan football was in their postseason play, and then they can kind of figure it out. And you'd like to be like, oh, that's just stupid like hypotheticals. But two years in a row, it kind of seems true. They just play their worst basketball when Michigan football's in the postseason, and now they play better. So we'll see what happens. But it's hard to get a read on this team. It was a good bounce back performance, though. We'll see if they can continue it against Penn State. Just got to ride that roller coaster, I believe, all year. You guys got to be feeling pretty good about, like, what are the odds in your head as, as MSU fans that MSU wins the Big Ten this year? Let's be. Let's just let's get to the. The oh, hot, whoa. I mean, hot and sweaty. Today. Let's get to the hot and sweaty before conference play really starts. It helps that Malik's back. 33. Purdue just I'll lost to the Rutgers. 25, because it's just 20 games. 20 big time games, so many. Just There's going to be so many teams that lose a bunch of games. Yeah, but you year. can lose five games. We already have a loss. Yeah, I gave us a 25% chance. I think that's pretty decent Western, decent Western. chance. We I mean, Michigan's got a 1% Western. chance. Uh, don't look now, but Michigan's third in the Big Ten standings. 
Yeah, I just I don't see it right. I'm sorry. No, me either. Don't we play tomorrow? Yeah, we play uh, Nebraska. Sneaky oh, good, I guess. Sneaky, sneaky. I think they're only yeah, good. Maybe, maybe winning the conference in Iowa was by a little 20. at home. And Iowa maybe doesn't Winning the conference was a little aggressive. Should I walk it back to if you guys don't finish top four, it's a failure? I don't I say so. think it's a failure and if you finish like fifth. You finish fifth and don't make it to the second weekend. Oh, then yes. it'll be depressing, yeah. We got we got to make the second weekend this year. We have to. So we it's can't. probably more about probably more about that than whatever happens in the Big Ten, honestly. Well, so basically, we we need to be a higher seed than a seven. We've been a seven through no, ten the last be a three ten years. or an eleven. Ten no. or eleven is money. We need to be a six money. and lower. I like our chances. Of Can I be an eleven lower. but not do the playing game again, Grant? Please be a twelve. Be a twelve. Yeah, eleven's the same as a six, really. What, Every year, plays, twelve beats a five. Twelve plays a five, and then, and then play uh, a four seed again. Yeah, I'm down for a twelve seed. I just don't want yeah, to play a one seed. or a two seed. But in I'm the also down to just to be the five seed. Yeah. No, that scares you then, because you don't want to play the, be the one that everyone picks the twelve. No, there's always one. I do want to mention um, AJ, the solution ever since I really uh, shat on him on this podcast. He's been playing pretty well. Um. So he's back. Still can't shoot. And. Uh, Dane Fife on the broadcast said AJ Hogard best point guard in the Big Ten. So he's not biased whatsoever. There's not many to choose from though, so that's the thing. That's what I mean. AJ could be first team All Big Ten when it's all set. Xavier Johnson did get hurt. That does uh, bolster your case. There's just not great point guard playing the Big Ten right now, and AJ is dishing it out and doing all right. Well, we'll see. I mean, Jared Hauser is the best three point shooter in the Big Ten, and Jay Nathan's is second. You guys are denying this milkman for years. I told you if he played in the WCC, he would have better stats than Chet Holmgren. Joey is shooting the ball well right now. I'm not going to deny it. He's still a very Dude, bad negative. If he played on defense. in the WCC, they would think he was Drew Timmy. <laughs> he probably would. <laughs> He'd be pretty good in the WCC. I'm not going to lie. He would ball. He, I mean, he's probably going to end up like. Third team all Big Ten at this rate. Hmm. All right. All in for him. I think that's the show, guys. We made it through a sick show. A sad show. We made it to the end. <laughs> sad day. Happened. Bad day. It was a catastrophe. It was a catastrophe. If you don't subscribe or share the show with a friend after the the performance I just gave when a lesser man would have just called off this show. So I'm going to call it second best performance of sick slash hungover performances. I'm going to give myself the number one spot for puking several times throughout a podcast. Look, it was nice of you to show up, but you didn't contribute much at all that podcast. Yeah, I, couldn't. Having, I, I couldn't. I simply down couldn't. to Iowa for like 30 minutes while you were in the bathroom. <laughs> I listened though. I kept my headphones in while I yacked in the toilet. That's disgusting. All right, cheers to episode 104 and cheers to this NyQuil. I'm about to take it right as this wraps up. It's going to hit so well. Cheers. The gritty is in well, the man. NHL. Oh, what a gritty by that Red Wings player. <laughs> what a comeback <laughs> against Pittsburgh. Matt Lino's. says that Snapchat. Wow, what the a bad take. <laughs>